Hey friends, today I'm talking about the difference between external and internal inputs and how they may influence your decisions and direction. So when you know and can appreciate the difference between the two, it allows you to discern which information you need. And this is so helpful when you're at a crossroads in life and you're needing direction to move forward. So let's touch on the difference between external and internal inputs. So external inputs provide you information and suggestions from outside of your being. So that could look like information or ideas from friends, from dear family members, from an article you read, from a podcast you listen to, a Google search even, and of course, social media. Whereas internal inputs, I like to think of those inputs coming from one of two sources. One could be your inner sanctum. And what I mean by that is that's the part of you that holds your highest good as its sole intent. It has the richest, purest, cleanest info for you. Whereas the inner stories are those external beliefs that you've adopted to be your inner truth. And sometimes those stories are so ingrained that you know them to be true and you view them as your inner input. So to make this more tangible and relatable, I'll share a few stories. So one is a good friend of mine was choosing to look for a new apartment. She had been in her apartment for a while and felt like she had outgrown it and it was time to find something that was more spacious for her. And while she was looking at many different places, she came across one that she thought this could probably work. But her intuition was telling her it didn't feel right. But she was describing it to friends and friends were applauding her for manifesting her new place to live. And even though their intentions were positive and they were supportive, they really affirmed what she wanted, which awakened her ego. And that is what pulled her away from her intuition. So ultimately in this case, both being internal inputs, her ego ended up overriding her intuition. So thankfully the universe was supporting her and that the apartment fell through before the papers were signed. And before she found the place, she spiraled in her inner stories that were still so much a part of her, despite all the work she's done over her life. And while she knew these stories were not true, they still were so heavy and overwhelming for her. And they truly got in the way of her accessing that inner sanctum where she was able to access the cleanest, purest source of info. But like a Disney story, she had a happy ending and she found her place. Another story is a friend of mine who dreams of owning some property, some land in a home near Mount Shasta in Northern California. And she lived there for several years before returning to the San Francisco Bay Area. And so she has really clear expectations of what she's seeking when she's looking at these properties. And she's been looking for several months. Shoot, it could even be a year by now. And none of them seem quite right. But in parallel, she's also at 
different crossroads in her life, whether it's her career, her relationships, where she's choosing to live and whatnot. And in those, uh, at those times, she's relied on external inputs from dear friends, from family members, even trusted advisors that she's consulted for guidance and direction. And what she's found is that while she even asked for that type of input, she the, the input she received ended up confusing her in some cases and even sometimes annoyed or hurt her. So now coming back to Mount Shasta, she recently viewed a property where her intention this time was to rely on her own inner knowing. And so she went with a friend and a realtor to take a look at the property and she asked for them to hold their opinions and thoughts and just to offer the facts about the property so that she could get still with this space and discern what was coming up for her. And she realized that she was getting, no, this isn't her place, even though it met all of her expectations, all the requirements she needed in a property. And so that felt good to her. And, but she started having second thoughts about this later in the day. So she went back and this time with a different realtor and checked out the space. And again, she got that inner knowing of a firm, undeniable no. And it re she realized this time that her dream of her perfect home near Mount, Mount Shasta does indeed exist. It's just that it arrived too soon in her life. And that felt really good. So sometimes even a no can feel really, really good. So that was another story. And the last story is my own story. And this is, you know, something that's been percolating probably over the last month as I've been really heads down focusing on you know, how I can build out my spiritual practice. And what I mean by that is getting really crisp in who I can help and understanding what they're experiencing and what they're needing and how I can serve. And so as I've moved through, through this, I've been working with someone to, to learn a new skill. So I've, I've um, engaged with external input to sort of guide me through this. And I also found myself in a pattern of looking for external resources for direction. So I've received some really incredible insights and wisdom from dear trusted friends of mine, but I found myself swimming in the ideas and information, even though they were so brilliant. And so <laughs> I mean, the swimming, not going to lie, sometimes felt like I was questionably drowning in information. And what I realized is that in the thralls of all this is that I lost my connection to my higher self and the team of guides that I count on re regularly that I work with to help me. So last week I was doing yoga with a dear friend. I'm going to do a short jaunt to help further root this. And in the particular session that we were doing, I noticed the cycle of the vinyasa was repeating. And at first it felt good to really ease into that. This is something I know. And then I was like, okay, I'm in this rhythm. And it was feeling really, it was warming up my body. And then I started to realize as I was warming up that I was getting a little bit annoyed, that I was feeling like we were stuck 
and this pattern and this rut. And just as I sat with that stuck feeling, we moved into another pose. So I share that because that's pretty much what I was experiencing, you know, probably even as recent as last week is that I fell into a rut as I was working on building my healing practice. I slipped into that familiar pattern of seeking external input to help guide me. And even though the wisdom that came was again, so helpful I realized I needed to access my own inner wisdom. I needed that guiding light that I know serves me well. I needed that resource to be my lifesaver when I was swimming <clears throat> or drowning in the river of external input. So in that case, in my story, I needed both the external and internal inputs to help me really move through that situation. So to come full circle through these stories, you can see how it's essential to discern the type of input you need when you're at a crossroads in life. You might need that external input when you need to learn a new skill or a new craft or shoot, even to support your yoga practice. And you also need that internal wisdom, those that input from your inner sanctum that has your highest good that's your agency, your authority. And even when those inner stories surface as your inner truth, you can see them and view them as opportunities to further unravel and unwind those crippling beliefs so that you can free yourself even more. So with that, I see and honor the divine in you. Thanks, friends. 